and welcome to Shogo's podcast. So today, guys, again, I would like to give you a little bit more information on a YouTube shorts that I recently made. I got a lot of, lot of critical comments on that YouTube shorts again. Uh, but, you know, taking a look at the uh, the like buttons and the dislike buttons on ratio, it's 99% good. So I'm pretty sure most people understood it and uh, just accepted it. But there were a lot of people saying so many things on the video where it talked about how to uh, hand a katana to someone. How to hand a katana to someone. It was a YouTube Shorts video called The uh, Taboo That You Must Avoid in a Katana Shop in Japan. And I, I personally believe it's really important. So I'm really sorry this is a podcast channel, so I can't show you how you it's actually done. If you're interested, I'll believe I'll put it inside the description box. I hope you can check it out and watch it for me if you haven't checked it out yet. Yeah. But basically, you hold the katana upwards, you point it towards the ceiling, and you face the katana towards yourself, and you hold on to the bottom of the handle with your two hands. Yeah, one underneath the... Um, the fuchi, which is the end of the tsuka handle, and also, oh, not what is it, fuchi, it's kashida, sorry, tsukagashida, which is the end of the handle, and also your other hand holds the, literally grabs onto the bottom of the tsuka, so the other person can take on the katana right under the tsuba. Now, a lot of people were telling me, oh my gosh, that is like the most dangerous way I've ever heard of handing a katana, or, you know, like, wow, I can't believe you just introduced the most unsafest way to handle katana and you're trying to make yourself sound logical and everything. All these critical comments, you know. And uh, first thing, before I explain anything, guys, um, I'm pretty sure you would understand for me, um, but <laughs> the katana in Japan has had a, a few hundred years of history, first of all. Um, obviously, there are reasons there are very important reasons, crucial reasons why things were done the way they were, right? If I suddenly went to a, it could be anything, uh, let's say something that has a long history, uh, I go to a French restaurant, for example, and I suddenly went to the chef and said, oh, the way you're cooking right now is very inefficient. Why are you doing it that way? I would be a very, very weird person, wouldn't I? I mean, like, that, that's not even your own culture. You don't, you're not a professional in the field. And you suddenly went up to the person who has been carrying on a lot, what should I say, carrying on something that has a long history and then takes a long time to train in, and you tell them that that's not a good way to do it, even though you don't actually train it as such. So the people who actually train in Katana probably didn't question my content of that video at all. But anyways, that's just me complaining. Anyways, um, number one, there's a few reasons why this way of pointing the Katana upwards and facing it towards yourself is the safest way. Number one, first of all, this is the most important reason and everything is answered just by this first reason to be honest in japan we have a culture of sitting on the floor and sitting on the floor means that you're trying to put your body as low as possible so it's a way to show your humbleness and basically if you if you're sitting on the floor a lot of people pointed out why don't you just um, turn the plane downwards to hand it to someone that's much safer because you have it if you have it up if for example tilts towards your face you can hit your face but um, you can't do that because in Japan, when you look at a katana, you could do it on a chair today. Yeah, but traditionally it was done on the floor. So if you're if you're sitting on the floor, you can't play uh, face the blade downwards because the floor is way too close. So it's much safer if you don't want to scrape the ground or floor with a katana that your uh, someone else showed you, which is very very important. The safest way is to hand the person 
uh, of the katana with the blade facing towards the ceiling or up, simply. That's number one, and this is this could be explain everything already. But if I can add a few other things, number two, again, katana is something that has been respected and treated with a lot of care uh, and courtesy since the past, right? So facing the blade downwards means that the blade is lower than your face, and it's it's, it's like you're trying to say that the katana is less important than you. This is the same as, you know, the, the Tokonoma Arcove. Um, it's the part of the Japanese-style room where the floor is a little bit higher than other places. In the past, if a katana were to be placed within a room, they would place it in that area, the Arcove, actually. So that you can understand from that that, you know, again, samurai called it their souls, right, katana. So to show it respect as well, especially because you're going to be handing a katana to someone, most of the time, there's someone else is showing you their katana and you want to hand it back to them safely. You don't want to disrespect other people's swords by facing it downwards and putting it lower than your face. Again, you guys watching, or oh, I should say listening to my podcast for a long time now, I'm pretty sure I've talked so many times about respecters of katana and also talking to the katana smith and saying that katanas are a deity, it's almost like a god. So this is a respectful way to handle a katana. And thirdly, it's very safe as well. Um, keeping the handle, the top part of the handle open, the other person can hold right under the tsuba, right? A lot of people are saying, why can't you just hold it sideways too, by the way? But holding it sideways, it will feel much heavier. And also, you can't touch the blade either. You can't touch the blade because it'll rust. That's very disrespectful to a katana that someone handed to you to see. So you need to face it upwards and letting the other person hold on to the handle part right under the tsuba handguard would be much more stable than having him hold the center or somewhere bigger. Uh, bigger? Lower. <laughs> I just say bigger. Yeah, lower. So it's much more safe for you to hold on to the bottom of the tsuka handle and also the, um, the edge of the tsuka and facing the blade towards yourself. A lot of people are saying, what if the other person pushes the blade towards you? But what kind of situation would that happen? If that person was willing to attack you in um, any kind of situation where you, what? Why, if that person wanted to attack you uh, with the blade that you're trying to hand back to him, why didn't that person just stab you when he had the katana in his hand, right? That doesn't make any sense. Now, and accidentally, would it happen? No, it would not happen. If you're holding onto the bottom of the sword and you have your wrist here, it's you need to put a lot of force onto your hand to have the katana tilt towards you. Try it out for me. Hold on to any kind of um, a stick that's at least longer than, for example, uh, I don't know, 50 centimeters long. It could be anything. It could be any kind of stick. It could be like um, a cooking tool, you know. Hold on to it on straight in front of you, you know, grasp onto it, try to push it from the other side. It doesn't tilt towards you that easily if you have a firm grip. You know? And you, obviously you would have a firm grip because you're holding onto a sword, right? So it's completely safe as well. And lastly, there were a lot of people telling me that wouldn't you um, give the katana back to the uh, shop staff with it sheathed? But that is not, uh, that doesn't happen either. Now, if that happened, I wouldn't talk about this in the video. I explain it in the video because it doesn't happen, right? <laughs> it's something that I really wish more people would understand. But anyways, um, if you are, the, the shop staff doesn't know if that person buying the katana is an amateur or well-trained person. In that case, putting the katana back into the scabbard is a very, um, 
if, if you're not experienced, there's a high chance you're going to be cutting the inside of the scabbard, um, hitting the katana incorrectly, for example, missing the entrance of the scabbard and cutting your own arm. These things does happen if you let amateur try to put a blade back into the scabbard. Yeah, and you can't you can't do that. So this is actually proper etiquette to put a katana back into the scabbard as well to do it safely and with respect. Mm -hmm. So if you if the shop staff can't tell if that person knows that or not. So unfortunately, when you go to a katana shop and someone shows you a katana, they will pull it out for you and hand just the blade to you. Mm -hmm. So there's hardly any chances that you will be able to directly um, touch the katana and pull it out of the scabbard. You might see me doing that in my videos like for the journey for katana videos but that's because Tozando, the manager of Tozando knows that I am trained and I know how to handle the katana and that's the reason why he gives gives me special special permission to do that but otherwise that's not possible either. So you know I think I can almost make a full video just talking about this actually. Yeah, there's uh, so many things that I can absolutely explain. You know what? I might actually make a video about this. Um, because a lot of people have been giving me so many comments about it, and I think you know, again, 99% of the people are satisfied with the with the uh, information that I provided. So, but it's still something that I can talk about it so much. So maybe um, I always film a video, not just the educational type of videos, but I also uh, film the uh, React videos on my own recently. So maybe I could take a day to try to explain um this handing process and why it's prop why this is the proper way to do it and such so yeah i might actually make a video thank you so much guys for listening to me complaining and feeling and uh, sounding a little bit angry <laughs> i'm not completely angry but i was a little bit oh to be super honest with you guys i was a little bit frustrated that it would have been great if more people can understand that there are things that have been done for more than a few hundred years like it could be um, craftsmanship it could be anything you know again you know cooking or making swords or it could be anything but there is a reason to why people our ancestors have done it mm -hmm. so i really hope that more people would understand that you know? well of course it's difficult for everyone to understand but yeah you can you can you probably understand what i mean right so then everyone, as I always say, the ultimate goal of my life is to make all Japan lovers' dreams come true. So I know there's a lot of people studying Japanese, willing to come to Japan to study, travel, work, or even train our traditional culture and such. However, I am very afraid that Japan will not be able to make everyone's dreams come true in the future because we're facing a lot of social problems, we are losing our traditional culture, and the younger generations who are supposed to be carrying on the good things about Japan are dying because of all the social issues being shoved against them. So I really want to dedicate my life to trying to make Japan a better place. I want to try to solve the social problems, preserve and evolve traditional culture, and also help out the younger generations so they can have a better future. And to do this, the nearest goal I have right now is to achieve 2 million subscribers by January 2023 on our main channel, so if likes and comments help to boost our videos new viewers have never seen our channel before so be great if you can help us out thank you so much guys for listening and i will be making more and more videos about katana especially because it is a warm season right now and i'm capable of training in yaido a lot there's uh, more and more videos coming out related to katana and such so i hope you can look forward to it not just the journey for katana series not just the um kyoto hidden gems videos that are related to katana but also just the simple uh, educational style videos or also my react videos will be react uh related to katana too so i hope you can look forward to that okay thank you so much guys for listening i'll, I'll talk to you again soon bye bye